0: Hi, Juliet, the Rabbi here, coming to you from New York City. Um, if I sound a little off, a little sick, it's because I am. I actually have COVID again. Yeah, it's it's going around like wildfire, and um, again, there's a new strain. It feels like it's become a part of life. Um, for me, it's not terribly dramatic, Um I don't want to underestimate how very harmful it can be for some people. That might hurt someone. So for me right now, I'm going to talk about me right now. It's been a very painful sore throat. My chills and fever are gone. I'm on day... uh, Let's see, it started Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, it's like day six, seven, whatever. Um, My chills and fever are gone. The heaviness in my chest has set in. This is... Part of the regular the way things go and the fatigue I'm so fatigued I'm just I wasn't for a few days and then just a couple of days ago it started and my brain is a bit muddled and things are not entirely clear to me at this moment um, so you'll excuse me if something I say may not make sense or you know I was actually writing the blog and I wrote will I write I wonder if what I write um, might not make sense. But I wrote R-I-G-H-T instead of W-R-I-T-E. And I actually had to think about it and go like, oh, I'm having to correct my words. Not good. So, not so clear. Um, In Shoftim, this week, we read about fair judgment, throwing stones. You can only sentence someone for a crime based on at least two witnesses. And the witnesses have to claim to have seen the person commit the crime. The law is meant to make sure it's perfectly clear that the person, here I am playing with clear clarity, that the person committed said crime. And then they can throw stones at the convicted person to death. And the witnesses must be the first. This was really interesting. I was like, this caught me this time. The witnesses have to make, have to be the first ones to throw the stones. So two things are true. One, you have to really believe in the cause. And two, you enjoy, or at least don't mind, seeing someone else suffer. Last week I got an email from someone who's really close to me and, and it was a link to an article entitled, What It Took to Save My Daughter from Transgenderism. What? <laughs> Tell me what you think was the tagline. And as soon as I saw the title, I shut it down. I was like, really? Did, did they really want to know what I thought or were they pushing a certain political agenda? They claimed they were not. They were genuinely curious. I believe them. I mean, maybe. I think so. Or maybe they want to. They rethought it and thought, mm, maybe you know. And I was like, if you really want to talk about this, then talk about it. Don't send me some article about something that just feels like an extension of the old fear mongering from a bygone era of gay people making other people gay, turn gay. You know this whole thing of <clears throat> of um, people that oh, you know, transgenderism is is bursting out, you know like like COVID, it's just like multiplying. people are you know they're having an in- influence on other people. but to this person, and I could understand, like I was there myself at some point. Um, Was are, are transgender people going too far? This was what they said. And I've questioned, I had in the past questioned that, but I'm not there anymore. And like, if you really want to talk about this, I would never send an article to someone saying this. Like, tell me what you think. It's like, I don't want to be pushing a certain political agenda. I really want to genuinely explore this. So don't do that. You know, it just gives the impression that the person needs saving somehow, that a gay person or a transgender person, we have to save them. So it just filled me with bleh, bleh, yuck. And besides, that person said in the email the mother of this child was a Democrat. And I personally scoffed at that, as if being a Democrat makes you some kind of real progressive. To me, being a Democrat simply means, it simply makes you middle of the road. It makes you somebody who's only willing to stand up for people's rights when it's popular, or maybe I shouldn't go only, you know, or often. Or it makes you the kind of person who looks like you're standing up for people even when you're not or when you're really not, because remember, more undocumented people were deported during the Obama administration than any previous time in US history. You can fact check that on your own if you don't know that. Three million people, three million undocumented people. I mean, from a guy who we thought was, you know, it was like taboo to say anything wrong about him because he was so much better than the alternative He was so much, we we was like, he offered us hope. And then to be disappointed, to be let down by him, it was really hard. So you didn't go around saying that. No, that made you like, what do you, so does that mean that you like Bush? So I'm not meaning to bash Obama. I'm just meaning to tell the truth. And I think the truth, because I think the truth is important. The truth is, I actually cried with relief when Biden was elected after, you know, in the last election, like instead of Trump. I cried with relief in in the middle of the pandemic. And it wasn't like I thought Biden was so great and that he was gonna save us, but oh, he was so much better than the alternative. And it was a relief and we didn't have a lot of other, we didn't have any other options. I mean, Bernie Sanders wasn't on the, he wasn't there to give us hope anymore. That's me, I mean, I'm speaking for myself. It's a complicated world out there and humans are complex and sometimes it's hard to figure out who's right and who's wrong and we all suffer from information overload. But it's important to be clear, especially if you're planning to throw stones. This month we enter the month of Elul, the Hebrew month of Elul, which is traditionally a time of deep inner work in preparation for the High Holy Days for Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. I think we need to see present-day stone throwing as words. Words can be just as harmful as actual stones as we know now. The thing that our parents used to tell us? That sticks and stones may break my bones but words can never harm me? Just not true. (laughs) Let's be perfectly clear. It's just not true. I mean I guess they told us that to help give us strength, right? But boy was that not true sometimes it's in a really it's in really subtle ways that our words might harm someone even sending an article in a casual way might be construed differently from how you intended my blessing for this month is that we all become acutely aware of how our words or our actions pressing that send button might harm someone else and might add to the fear-mongering discourse of harmful judgment of others and may we begin the work of making amends for harm done in the past year and i'm going to end with if you really want to hear a really interesting discussion on the state of discourse around gender listen to go woke go broke on this week's on the media you can go to onthemedia.com org I believe it is just google on the media podcast and then you'll go down on the page and you'll see that the various uh, you, you can look for go woke well, go broke it's the second one at this point still the second one <laughs> second one in line not hard to find they talk about the women's soccer team and how that that um well I'll let you go listen to it and you find out I'm gonna end here Shabbat Shalom, good Shabbos, and until next time, and may there be healing for all and for the earth. And go to my website, realrabbinyc.com, and check out my stuff. And maybe make a contribution to support this work. Thank you. Until next time.